right, all right. Check one, check two. This is it. Uh, everybody, I, this episode is so amazing. It's uh, 220. I can't believe that. Every week, <laughs> smoking and drinking coffee. But uh, the audio got messed up with this. And I got a great guest, Jordan Rock. This kid is a great comic. I've known him for uh, about 10 years now, maybe a little less here in New York. But he has an album coming out called Shout Out My Mental Capacity. He's in the show uh, Bump Kiss on, PB, on PBS, on Peacock. And he also uh, was on the show called Love that was uh, produced by Judd Apatow. So he's a great actor, comedian, super interesting, uh, millennial type cat, young cat, fun. Uh, we sit in uh, Brooklyn Park, uh, unnamed Brooklyn Park, and uh, we have a blunt and a joint and talk and have one of the best conversations that I had on the podcast. But uh, the audio is messed up, man, and the video got messed up. I was shooting it with my own myself, so I had my own camera and I was doing everything myself. I kind, you know, as this podcast, I'm kind of running and gunning and doing this. Uh, the last three episodes I did at Alte Cannabis over in uh, Williamsburg. Shout out those guys. That was a great space. I'm still figuring everything out, but I need you to subscribe, write this thing up. I know you're high, and uh, or you're not. But, uh, or you're just my friend, or you like my comedy, or, you know, you dig uh, just listening uh, to somebody babble along. But uh, I need you to subscribe and to the iTunes, but mostly the YouTube, because then I can start monetizing. So uh, Cannabis Coffee Hour, YouTube, straight up. Put it in YouTube, Cannabis Coffee Hour. Hit the subscribe button. That will get this production value up and going and moving forward uh jordan rock this episode's dope uh smoke a joint uh lay on lay on the ground and listen to this and it'll feel like you're in uh, prospect park hanging out with us because you're gonna hear sirens and birds a little bit but uh you know uh the reason i like podcasting is that it's kind of rough and tumble and uh kind of punk rock and that's what this episode is so i want you to uh check it out I want you to uh, be good to yourself, to your own uh, mental capacity, as Jordan talks about. In this episode, he talks about taking mushrooms during Christmas with his family. <laughs> and he has some, uh, yeah, he comes from a predominant family, uh, Jordan Rock. Google him up. Uh, but he's also a funny cat in his own self. And we talk about a lot about like meditation and working out. Everybody's doing the same shit. It feels like, you know, all this drama, you know, there's another level opening up. And uh, so check out the episode. I'm a big fan of it, except the audio is a little wonky. I apologize. Check two. This is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I'm your host, Rob Cantrell, coming to you live and direct from Brooklyn with a great guest dope guest, an awesome guest, a friend of mine that I've known in the comedy scene for a good minute now, but he was on the Judd Apatow series Love that was on Netflix. He also is in uh, Pete Davidson Bumpkiss on Peacock. He tours, 
He's cool. He uh, loves Herb, and he's nice enough to come out for coffee. So give it up for Mr. Jordan Rock, everybody. Thank you, thank you, man. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> I got you some Stumptown coffee. I gave you your own joint, but you're like, dude, I got my own blunt that I've been looking at for yeah, all day. Yeah, I was like, I, I started, this is a nice sativa. So I was like, you know what? I think that's how I start. I like to smoke a sativa hybrid until, a sativa or a straight hybrid until about four. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then I switched to straight hybrids and indicas. Yeah, indicas at night always, and then sativas. I too hardcore sativa is a little jumpy for me. Yeah, I do. I don't, it's, it does get real jumpy, but I like the nice sativa that just makes you excited about like the day. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My favorite is diesel. Like I'm just a Ooh. '90s dude. I love me some good, even now, if they break out Sour Diesel, I feel like riding rap tunes in you know, drawn spaceships. The funny thing about Diesel sometimes is like, sometimes when you see it on the menu, you'll skip it. Yeah. Because you'll be like, I know what Diesel smokes like. So you're like, you see everything else around it. But every time you come back to it, you're like, oh shit, why was I dating hey, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's all, I just always remembered it as kind of, it, it's a weird hybrid that's like, it's an indica that tastes like a sativa. I don't know. It's just good for creative shit, I found. It's New York. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. It smells like New York. It feels like New York. It works with New York. Uh, speaking of New York, I went down to the Housing Works Cannabis Shop, which is the first legal shop. I'm a big fan of these dudes. They grow mostly outdoor, but this is a new one they have called Headspace. And this, I got this, so... You have a blunt. Where'd you get your herb? Is that Cali Cali? Uh, no, this is not Cali Cali. This is a nice, uh, you know. Friend of a friend? A friend of a friend delivery service out here. Uh, yeah, doing yeah. Thing. Uh, <laughs> that you trust. I trust them. They've been they've been so nice to me and I buy from so much. They gave me a Christmas gift. What did they give you? They gave me a free ounce for Christmas. <laughs> zip, as they call it. Yeah, they gave me a zip for Christmas. And oh. a note. They were like, thank you for all the support. Da -da -da -da. I, posted, I posted it on my on my story. So. No, yeah. I'm, I'm actually on the, on the feed. I just gave the bag. Ooh. Shout out. When you get, get on the feed, that's uh, that's uh, that's love. mainstream. That's love. love. That's love. Uh, anybody could get on the on the reel or what's the other one? Uh, the story. The story. Yeah, the story's quick and I do all my weed stuff on the story. Yeah. But, uh, but this one's Headspace. We're chilling out in the park. Jordan, you're too cool to do this. I, I, we used to do a bunch of sets at the comic strip, I think right when you were starting out. Yes. Um, and you've been doing comedy now for a few years, more than a few years. You, you know, you're a seasoned comic now. Like when I see you around, like you, you know, you headline. You also do big shows with Pete Davidson. Uh, how's the uh, how's it been headlining compared to doing Pete? I've done both. I toured with Tracy Morgan, and then I also have gone on by myself. And they both got pluses and minuses, you know. Uh, on the road with Pete. Uh, I don't think as much, I don't know, I don't have as much time. It's always a bunch yeah. of us. Like, we're on the road with everyone. It's usually like three or four. It's like three comics before Pete, so we're all like 10, 12, like 15. We like stretch, it's like we're doing city spots. Yeah. Okay. But uh, when I can do my own show, like I said, I get to relax. There's no, yeah, there's no rush. Nah, I enjoy that. I enjoy that. I'm about stamina. Yeah, you've always had kind of a more laid back style and also just, yeah, and that is like when good art 
I've learned with meditation when you quiet, like you can let the real shit kind of flow out. Yeah. Whereas when you know we come from New York and these little clubs, or you're opening for a huge act, you gotta kill. Like you can't. It's you like can't a lightning factor. Kill. Yeah, like yeah. Lightning factor. Yeah. I'm, I'm so over. I tell people all the time. I'm past the lightning of everything. Yeah, it's yeah. That feeling of when you used to get on stage, and you're, you're performing and you're trying to stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just want them to bring you back. And you're like, please, just like me. You get up. It's like it just takes over everything. But that gets you away from the actual art of, of actually figuring out what you want to talk about and setting things up. So, yeah, I'm trying to change my relationship with the audience. Yeah. I feel like there's not a question that there's, there's not a question about just writing people. question if I can write a book. Yeah. Now it's about writing jokes only I can. Yes. And being yourself is what that's all about. And as much as corny as people say it is, it's hard as fuck to be yourself, even in regular society. And then to do it on stage, it, it, it's a tricky thing to be completely yourself, you know? It, it is, especially in a city where you're watching people move and, like, mm-hmm. you know, do things quickly, kind of get antsy and impatient. You're like, I need to do some of that, or maybe I need to do this, and you get away from yourself. You might be doing other people's stuff. And uh, yeah, it's really hard to be original. Everyone's always like, do you think it's hard? Do you think it's tough with like PC culture? You're gonna say something to get you canceled? I'm like, no, it's way harder to say something original. Yeah. <laughs> than it is to say something that Everything has been said, yeah. There's so many comedians, there's so many artists, and uh, but that's when it goes back to you. You can only be you. And I think it's cool that you bring that up because I can kind of relate to it because I, I, I've seen your style and I know you come from South Carolina, like your family's from Brooklyn, but you also have the South in you, which, you know, the thing people hate on the South, but it moves slow. You know, it's a slower, cooler pace yeah. and it brings your blood pressure down. And it's a, uh, can you talk on that? Like, do you find, do you like the South? Where are you I, at with I, it? I enjoy the South, man. I will say a lot of the stuff that I'm bringing to stage now has, and just my whole world was definitely inspired by the South recently just because I spent, I went home during the pandemic. Yeah. I spent the whole 2020, 21 in South Carolina, just actually away from everyone. <laughs> Good move. It was amazing. It was therapeutic. Yeah, totally. New York, I mean, it, it's, I love New York, but you're always going hard in the paint. And it's, uh, yeah, the South just makes you step back like three steps. And that's when you can really be yourself. Yeah. I went to the I can relax, like whatever the angst, whatever like anxiety I had that I wasn't on the right track or doing the right things. I'm like, okay, I see, clearly doing it right. And I just got to relax and not be around anyone. Cause like you say, when you're in the city, it's a lot, you see a lot, you are like, oh, I gotta get like this, I'm maybe I can do this. And I love being in South Carolina for almost a year because there was nothing, there, I didn't see anybody doing anything I wanted to do. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, like, yeah, Walmart or... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah everyone's yeah. like, yo, we're going to a party. I'm like, I'm not coming to a party, man. Yeah, uh, we're going to, we're doing this. I'm like, it's not. It's, no, it's not. Yeah. It's fun. No, it's not that. <laughs> not during the pandemic when I'm supposed to be in quarantine. I think I could sit here. Yeah. I mean, that you do have a, a different aspect, and that's cool because it is show showbiz against regular life. And showbiz life is stressful, like, 
you're judging yourself against Pete Davidson's fame and your peers and you see people making crazy money and then you go back home and it's cool but those aren't showbiz cats so it's like they don't know about doing shows in front of thousands of people or having a green room full of weed or going to see a a rap show and standing backstage because you know a cat that knows the manager like that's the cool part of uh, showbiz wouldn't you say yes those are all those are all perks those are all it comes with a lot of pain. Don't get it twisted. It's not an easy gig. No, it takes years to even meet those type of people and get it up and, yeah, just to even... It took me, like, three years to know how to hang out with comics. Yeah, it took me a while. Yeah, it's a different vibe. Yeah, it took me a while to hang out with comics. Well, even just comics. And for me, I had to... I feel like I had to gain everybody's respect. So you did. So it took me a longer time to actually be friends with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> because they were like, all right, of course you want to do comedy, but... <laughs> yeah. As you don't know, as everybody, I don't know, I, but I, I didn't want to lean into it too hard because I think you are your own dude. I've always been a fan. I brought you, I brought you in at high times. Yeah, back good in the time, day, early good days. Yeah. Second and I was like, this kid's cool and funny. Uh, but yeah, Chris Rock's your older brother. Tony Rock's your middle brother. Rod's small. It's like second cousin to me. Second and, cousin. And I am the most important. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the guy that when you can't get all of them, call me. I'm no, the, don't put yourself <laughs> down, Jordan. Don't put yourself down. Hey, I, what I was going to say, hey, you're listen. the little brother vibe. That's what I was going to say. I'm the little I'm brother vibe. Little, I'm definitely Because you're happy. You're happy. Go lucky, goofy stoner. You like skating. Like yeah. you, you, you are out there in a cool way, and I get the same thing. And I was gonna kick this to you. I'm a, I'm the little brother, and I'm the youngest in the family. Like we're the ones that make everybody happy. When yeah. Shit is wrong. That's his vibe. So I'm saying, don't put yourself down, I'm man. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, yeah, definitely as the youngest. I'm, I'm so young, and there's such an age difference between everybody. I got to see everybody. Yeah. So that is whole, true. My whole goal in life is I'm just gonna make sure I don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like I just wanna make sure I don't say anything to you that rub you the wrong way or you know <laughs> I'm not gonna hold any decade long garage against me. I'm just not gonna do anything. No either. drama. Yeah, I've seen you move and yeah, you do you don't drama out, you don't really yeah. hang on to shit, you're just like and you hang out with everybody. Like, I've seen you hang out at the stand. I've seen you hang out in Brooklyn rooms. I've seen you hang out in urban rooms. Yeah. And that's how, I mean, that's the, a cool way to move. Everybody has to be like, yo, I just saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's it. Everybody just has to be like, I just saw it. But yeah, I definitely do That's that working. Fun. Yeah, you're right. That's, that is when you're around. I definitely agree that I do have a little, uh, little brother vibe. Because uh, for sure, sometimes the comedy, like a lot of like my peers they'll be like older comics and you know they'll be like mentor me yeah I'm just always like Yo, that's my brother's friend <laughs> I don't want to hang out with you guys they look like my brother's friend yeah I never met yeah you were always you had your own space and you knew what you were doing and uh, you were 100% about being a comic like, yes all day every day yes in a very positive cool way man uh, and that's hard work yeah, I'm still about being a comic. All that, I, like, even... But I, I was, like, innocent at the time. Like, I didn't know... I thought everything was together. I thought everything was hand-in-hand. I thought being a comic meant being an actor. I'm just learning that. Like, Riga Riga. Yeah. I thought I thought they were all one until, yeah. until I lucked up and became, you know, started booking acting gigs and realized, like, oh, 
they're completely separate. Like no one even cares. <laughs> it's like I thought it was gonna. I thought they were gonna feed off of each other. It was like no, they're two separate things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a whole different world, man. Both of them, like writing is hardcore, and then acting. I just did some acting. I like acting. I wasn't like a theater kid. But as many years of comedy has gone by, like those gigs are kind of sweet. People comics rag on them, but it, they're good gigs. I enjoy acting, man. I, yeah, it's I didn't fun. understand when I first went to set. I didn't understand telling a joke and not getting an instant reaction. Yes, that was tricky. Like when I went to set the first time and I'm improv and I'm throwing out bangers and I don't hear anything. But once I realized, once I they said cut, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's hilarious." I was like, "Oh, okay, jokes are jokes. Like everyone can hear the joke." And, also, like just coming in and helping people tell stories and stuff like that. So that was a good switch. But it's you- a different pace. You're right. It's a different pace when you do acting. And what I've learned, like watching myself do it, really got to slow down. With stand up, you know, we're making face moves. We're talking, we're spitting, we're drooling, we're yelling, we're screaming. But with acting, you kind of have to sit in the scene and just like play it out. Acting is reacting. Yeah, reacting. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really just, yeah, that's really it. Yeah, yeah, which is a cool, it's kind of like Tai Chi in some ways, you know? I feel like, but acting, I will say on screen acting helped me on stage too because yes, I realized I, agree. I had to stick landings in jokes. Like, oh, if I'm upset, I have to convey that upset yeah yeah put some emotion into it yeah yeah yeah. give him a show a little bit uh yeah you gotta you gotta if you're gonna there's i'm i I do act outs i never thought it was corny like the stand-up like yeah sometimes in new york you know new york comics they don't like you know they don't like you to be a little too physical they're like you know he's humping the stool (laughs) (laughs) which is always funny Uh, you just said it and it made me laugh but yeah (laughs) it's it's evergreen it's evergreen there's certain stand-up i like old uh hacky stand-up moves i did the other night i did not all the time but just almost a knowledge a nod to the comics in the room like this one i go he's available for children's stories yeah old stock just now and then not like you don't want to be that guy your whole set is not stock no, no, it's nice just to know what they are, and it's like, it's learned, yeah. When I realized in New York, like, when I, when I was starting, everyone always downs you for pulling out a stock joke. And, yeah. And what I realized is sometimes when you're performing, you'll see the joke. Yeah. And you won't take it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Until I realized, like, no, 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 I want all the laughs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Especially in New York in those tight rooms, and it's uh, like, sometimes the audiences are impossible so you just gotta go bip 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 and act like it's nothing until you get you know some laughs yeah sometimes i go into a room with like a plan i want to talk about something serious in there and they're not with it i'm like oh no therapy today okay (laughs) 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 yeah i did a whole yeah i was i was definitely on the road and i was doing some duty material like hardcore and that was getting (laughs) the biggest laughs like I have a bidet bit, like, and it's just like so, you know, just clean and doo doo, and it's just like, and everything else was like mediocre, and that thing just popped, and I was like, oh, this is that type of room. <laughs> You're like, now let's talk about the country. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, not that too, but I do get inward, like I do talk about like meditation and, and evolving, you know, kind of trippy shit. That's what I'm on now. My whole, uh, my whole thing right now, I do like a CBT. Oh wow! I'm kind of like cognitive behavior therapy. Wow, what's that all about? Uh, just like the joke is really up. Like you, uh, that you, you know, just you practice you 
isolated, define all your negative thinking patterns, your negative habits, and uh, you know, practice. Like you got to journal, journal, yeah, exercise, meditate. I do mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like mushrooms, most important part of the whole process. If, I you know. do, if you do every step without the mushrooms, you'll be like, this shit not working. <laughs> you put the mushrooms, in, you'll be like, oh yeah, 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 it's all, it's all in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was thinking about that like when Bob Marley was talking about like he was in an interview and he was like, everybody should be like smoking pot, playing soccer, doing yoga writing music or doing art, something artistic, but journaling, yeah, I do all that, dude. As soon as I wake up, I do the five Tibetan rites, which are these stretches, and then I journal, and then I drink vinegar, uh, I drink uh, apple cider vinegar with a glass of water. What's your morning routine? Right. I t- that's what we talk about here at the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Yeah, yo, I, I never had a morning routine until yeah. Like until COVID, all I did before. You lived like a road comic. Dude, yeah. all I did before COVID was wake up. Uh, I started getting coffee in LA just so I could have some, just so I could leave the house in like the daytime. First, yeah. I'm, you know, like when you don't drink That's coffee. That's the truth. Yeah, when you stop drinking coffee and you see people in the coffee shop, you're like, what are these bougie $5 for a cup of coffee? What are you doing? And then I realized, like, oh, that's a luxury. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that's like having a PlayStation or something. That's just a luxury to get you to the next thing. Yes. And I started with coffee. And, uh, yeah, I'm so doing coffee, I still call it brewing coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys drink coffee? Yeah, I did it hardcore. Like, after, I, I mean, I don't hard, I didn't stop stop drinking but I slowed down and I yeah I just switched over to coffee and weed which you know I got a song and stuff like that like it's been kind of my vibe yeah I uh, my morning routine not till 20, 20 I always wrote nice. but I would I didn't write in a, in a schedule I had, I had no writing schedule I say until, until COVID I operated at a high level I was just never professional <laughs> I just was never a professional, so I like I practice on just being a professional after, after in 2021. So I wake up, I journal, and I try not to smoke until afternoon, and it's been really, really good. I just started adding uh, now I work out. Nice. I started just I don't even have a gym membership. I just bought the weights and that, and I just go in and knock out the routine. I got a pull-up bar I just got, I found on the street that you put up on the door. I got that, but I've just been doing dead hands. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, that's the best, that's the best. Yeah, like, I do. The core is going yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. amazing, stretched out. Yeah, it hurts for a minute, but then you get off of it and you're like, whoa, that, I think that just it's only jacked hurting. up my heart for a second. Like, it was awesome. It's only hurting because you're fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you haven't done, yeah, you're, you're soft. But now I can do a full minute. I was doing 30 seconds on the Alexa. I guess I'm do that. But now I can get to a full minute. Like I try to do three of those. Not all the time, but I'm just starting to get to do that. If you want to get a bar, I'll end out all of my uh, things with uh, all of my workouts with just like two minutes. Try to do a minute plan. Oh, that's to, great. Yeah, I'm switching to like. Uh, at Christmas. <laughs> oh, wow. 
actually good. Like I will say that was great because with the fam, with the it was great with the fam because you know how when you're with the family at a certain time during the holidays, you just go and take like, a corner for a while. Yes, like, everybody finds their zone. Like, hey, what y'all doing? What y'all doing? Like, I was kind of like the life of Christmas. <laughs> ah! <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I might turn, I'm gonna keep that going. I'm usually the dude that just goes smoke some weed in the corner and plays video games. But now you went and engaged with your family. Yeah, I'm out here like, what y'all doing over here? That's very interesting. <laughs> Let me talk to me about that. Oh, good. Oh, that's awesome, man. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, that's, that's just, I don't know, it's just been, it's good to do it for a while, and then I go on real long breaks without it. The reason I don't do it all the time, sometimes I equated my spiritual enlightenment and my ascension a little bit too much to the mushrooms. Yes. So I was like, I need to chill. Yes. <laughs> That's, you're right, man. Uh, yeah, I think it, you shouldn't mess around with psychedelics too heavy. Like, uh, I've noticed it's like if they do eat too many mushrooms, you get a bad trip. But if you do it just organically, it does clear the conscious, you know, or just like clears out your, you know, your senses. Yeah, I didn't do it for a while. I had a bad trip, man. Uh, I did mushrooms and then my mom called. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the living room, you know, it's all going great. I'm like, everything is awesome. Then the phone rings, it says mine. I'm like, I'm not where I need to be alive. So I was like, I gotta take some time off. Yeah. If the turns are happening this fast, man, we need to figure out what's going on in our real life. Yep. Yeah, there is, uh, there's real time and then there's uh, psychedelic time. And sometimes those two, it's just... Uh, and psychedelic time is, I feel like psychedelic time is real time. It's how yes. the world could work. Yes. And then when you come back, you're like, nah, that's not what we built. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we're working with yeah, right that's here. That's not what we built. Like, we could be better humans, but yeah, yeah. nah, not in this. <laughs> right. Not what's going down. Yeah, it is what it is. You, you know, you got to make bills. You got to make rent. It's just and people rough out there. Yeah, and, that's uh, what I realized. We all want to relax, but you do have to. What I've realized is, yeah, is the more I journal, it's like it just takes a lot of focus to get stuff done. Sometimes. It's hard. Though. A lot of people. Yeah. Just, a lot of people just put their head down. Yeah. They, they just take them. They have it, but there's another second level. You gotta like, yeah. Yeah, if you can just go slow, you can just you can do everything without the stress. I know it's all about not being stressed. It's all about letting go of this being scared moment. Yeah, and that scared moment freezes you up and makes people, you know, make decisions that aren't you know themselves. Get a little manic. Yeah, you get a little manic. You start double guessing, and then you know. But if you just flow with it and let it go with it, you know. I had I, I love smoking, but at the same time, meditation, like I can take it both ways at this point. Like I, I like meditating just as much. Yeah, meditating feels like I like meditating because it feels like I took a little bit of acid. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does. When it's done properly, it just feels like you took a very light dose and you wake and you come out and you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You start thinking of the things you're gonna do. Can I just sip from this? This is all yours, man. I that came out of the dishwasher, I got that cleaned. I got my thermos. Always, if you're if you're in the park having a split with your old comedy friend, uh, always bring water and always uh, bring some cup of coffee. Yes, I got both. I realized I just realized I was full of caffeine. Yeah, you got it. You 
got it one time I did this shit show and uh, yeah I didn't have access to the water and towards the end I was like <laughs> yeah coffee is uh but I'm getting a little bit better with uh, just like controlling those things. Like you, everybody's trying to balance out. Like it's all about balance. I'm you know? a one. I'm a one coffee a day, a day guy. Yeah. And I think all the shops are really good at making sure I do that by charging five dollars a cup. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why. Why are you guys taxing coffee like that, guys? It's just water and beans. Like if you put more water in it, you get more coffee. I don't really understand. And I'm like, don't they know coffee is addicting? Yes. I'm like, so you know if you sold it to me at for $3 a cup, I'd probably buy like three a day. <laughs> so stop selling it to me for $6, bro. There was this cupcake place, man, that it was called Crumbs, and they had $1 iced coffees, and I would go there to get it. But guess what? They went out of business. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's not a good business, but like I'm no, but at the same time, no, they, their, their cupcakes weren't that good. Yeah, they were too sugar. Yeah, they were good. But yeah, I think they went too big too early. They were great. They were great. That was a good, yeah. I always loved going to a Crumbs and hanging out and writing comedy. I bring my notebook. Oh, yeah, speaking of that, when you go write comedy, since this is a comedy podcast too, uh, do you go to the coffee, do you ever do the coffee shop? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm a, I love coffee shop, right? I like, I like a nice, small coffee shop where you can tell everybody's vibe and taking their time. Uh, but I'm on the road, I kind of look for coffee shops. I can write at home a little bit, but I have to get out after a while. Yeah, it gets stagnant when you write in the same place and getting out somewhere with your notebook. I mean, that's what I found. That's why I like the cannabis coffee hour. When I started in San Francisco, yeah, that was the beginning. I haven't done it in a while. What's the cannabis coffee on? That's what this podcast is. Oh, nice, nice. I thought you said in San Fernando. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I would just, I guess that was my beginning of love of comedy is going to the the coffee shop and writing in my notebook and just like, Right? Do you do on laptop or your phone? No, I'm a notebook, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I need my stuff. You're a Manila, Manila, what is it? Uh, Manila. Millennial? You're a millennial? Yeah. I guess I am. I guess. I'm like, I'm 91. Yeah, that's all right. But you do notebook. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I need my thoughts to exist in the real world. Yes. (laughs) I need them to exist outside of my head in the real world. Like, not on, like, a screen, not in anything where they're, like, taking my words and trying to sell me stuff on Instagram. (laughs) I need it to not, you know, like... Yes. That's why I play guitar badly. (laughs) Anything that's not, I have, I still have a a, a pencil sharpener that you prank. Oh, yeah. Anything that's not the internet is kind of dope right now. Yeah, I love, like... Everyone keeps on thinking tech is going, is going crazy. It's going crazy. But what I think what's going to happen, I think kids are just, I think kids make everything cool. Yeah. Uh, kids know when things aren't authentic. Yes. And I just feel like in, there's going to be a generation, might not be this one coming up, might not be the next, but it's going to be the generation that sees all the problems that we've had from just looking at our phones and like neck problems, finger problems, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to be like, yo, this shit's corny. Yeah, and they're gonna go back to living in reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, dude. Uh, anything like anything in nature, I love right now. Especially being in the park. Uh, it, you know, it's just like anytime you can get to like tech. I love writing. Oh, color. Like I got, I got a bunch of sharpies. I do like. I try to do graffiti. Love to do a little bubble letter. But I also draw birds. Yeah, uh, I love drawing and uh, yeah, anything that's not the computer, I guess, is like 
something I dig. I stay off the. I I really I don't even get on my laptop unless I'm like writing. Unless I'm writing long form, I have to you know fill out something. I don't really get on my laptop too much. Just I love YouTube. Oh, YouTube's on TV. YouTube's on TV. Oh. I got I, I I pay for YouTube. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Okay, I, I just wanted to slide. I don't really. See oh my first. god, good. But you know. But I've seen that. I've gone to Cat's home, and they're mostly got YouTube on the joint, and they're moving around. Yeah, because now that I was thinking about that, like, we have so much selection. Like, it's no longer, it's like corny to say this is that type of cat or this is that type of cat. or Like, everything, there's just so much out there that you can pick wherever you want. That's what's kind of cool about the internet. Yeah, I love YouTube. YouTube, sometimes when I'm out drinking with my friends, I'm like, can we just get to the part of the night where we're drunk? Uh, playing videos on YouTube at your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obscure ninety rap tunes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one. You seen this yet? Yeah, you seen this? <laughs> you know about this funk band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you see all kinds. No, that the YouTube party is the ultimate oh, the party. YouTube box board party. Yeah, like, the, yo, we yeah. Got a video. We got a video. Got a video. Somebody, somebody has a little bit more smarts in music than you, and yeah, they break it. out some it. shit that you'd have never heard before. Speaking of, what kind of music are you listening to now? You're always up on the hip hop game. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you you listen to hip hop. I always talk to you about it, but you know all the new shit. Not all the new shit like that. I'm not, not anymore, man. I'm getting old. Man. I know that's the wild like, thing. I don't. But really you're not listen. super old. But we're all getting old. Yeah, you I'm can't not. even say that to anybody anymore. We're all old. Well, I'm in my thirties, so it's like I've, my mind has been blown. How many times can my mind be blown again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Musically, at least, because I've seen everything. So now people come out and they're like, "Yo, it's hot." I'm like, "All right, so you go listen to it." Yeah, hey, you tell me what the songs are. <laughs> I don't really have time. And then once you say There's this, so much right now. Then, like you said, there's so much that uh, sometimes people suggest the rapper to me and I go and I go they go, yo, you gotta listen to who's hot right now. They, they might go, yo, man, you need to listen to Key Glock. <laughs> Key Glock is killing it. And I'm like, yo, I bet Key Glock is killing it. But my miscellaneous rapper slots are full right now, man. Like, how can I listen to your playlist? <laughs> yeah, your playlist can't be all new hip hop. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, it's just too crazy. Yeah, how can I listen to Key Lock and Kill Savage at the same time? Like, and they're, and like, they're clashing. There's too many people here. I can't listen to. They're on top of each other. Like, and the beats have been, but people tweak the beats. I don't want to. I don't want to close my ears because I do like some of it, you know, and I do like some of the, the different patterns. I think the Migos was dope, man. I really thought they flowed nice. I liked, you know, subject matter sometimes, you know, yeah, but at the I'm, same time, they, it was, just, I, to me, that was like high-end art. Uh, what I'm doing right now, I, uh, I am listening to, I love anything the Alchemist does. Yeah, the Alchemist. He's always been dope. Yeah, the Alchemist is now in like now that hip hop is in like the greatest time to be a rapper over thirty and streaming and people can just put out what they want and play. He does really really well. Anything the Alchemist touches is gold. I love Larry June. Larry June is very anti-anxiety rap. You just get smooth. There's no peaks. There's no lows. It's just it could, yeah, it cools day. you out. We're going yeah. to Target. We're going to the farmers market. Oh, all day. Yeah, I'm Larry June. Yeah, Larry June. Like he's like, yo, I bought, I bought five white tees for twenty dollars. My juice cost twenty, cost ten. Like, <laughs> I'm like, smart yo. move. I got a white tee on right now. <laughs> 
Uh, I got. A, I was gonna wear that, but you, they say don't wear white tees on camera. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did the same under. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but June, Larry June is like the Larry shit. June. I love. Uh, I'm still listening to Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah, he's. Uh, I always like Earl's got good flows. Yeah, he put me on to uh, this guy Mike from Brooklyn that I'm listening to. Chop, he produces all his own beats and stuff like that. Nice. So I really enjoy the music. And they're all just. They're like they're they have real good concept albums and just chill. They actually talking about real life. They're not. Yeah, yeah, Odd Future is oddly honest. Yeah. Their own psychedelic, weird yeah, way. Even, they uh, really relate to the young people and they put all their just like anxieties and weirdness out there. And you can't really judge it, but it's just really good. Yeah, it's like they're not even Odd Future anymore. It's just, I know. Yeah, it's they're like mainstream all, artists. That's what's crazy. Mainstream solo artists. They go, yeah, they're doing arenas and shit. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like all those cats. What I was thinking was today, I was like, because I was born in 1972, so I'm like the same age as hip hop. Uh, <laughs> but it's becoming like jazz, I think. Like, I was thinking hip hop will eventually, because jazz was killing it. Yeah. Jazz is like, people thought it was like church. It's they still do. But at the, like, when jazz was hot, it was like the biggest thing and the coolest shit that was going around. It was like, it was like, but eventually it got played, you know? Yeah, hip hop would be so much better if it just, if it wasn't so dark right now. I know. Like, yeah, because it's... it's Not it's, to judge anybody, but it, yeah, and yeah, I love really, the beats, but it's just so violent. Right now, it's just so crazy violent in the real streets that it's like, I don't know which one's which. No, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. I, that's the only thing. I'm, I'm sometimes, people don't understand their subconscious eating all the time. So I'm like, you just can't listen to niggas talk about murdering all day. <laughs> dog. It's, you don't want to hear nothing positive, man. Like, I hate, I, 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 when I listen to my friend's music, I'm like, I'm very concerned about them sometimes. Like, I you know. Can listen to, you can listen to all of this stuff if there's balance. If you didn't gonna, you can listen to whatever murder, murder, whatever. If you go put a, didn't put on a song that makes me think about my life. Yeah, you gotta balance it out. You gotta. I mean, there's a place for all art, but at the same time, like as with meditation and doing mantras. Like I always think hip hop is mantras. Like you're just you're literally programming your consciousness. And that's what uh, mantras and meditation is all about. Just like you know, trying to program your consciousness because that's what's your real reality. Yeah, but now these days, like with everything, it's too much. We're we're postmodernists these days, you know. Uh, postmodernism is what media has been produced at such a rapid level that it has now crossed the boundaries into reality. So now no one knows what's real, what's fake, whatever. It's all insane. Yeah, <laughs> I, and that's how you see a lot of the humor coming out. It's kind of playing on how crazy the media is and how, you know, yeah. people don't take regular pictures. They got to have like three obscure shit that points out kind of the silliness of humanity sometimes. It is because everybody's absorbed so much stuff. Yes, you know? everyone is just all day, man. Yeah, that's the breakaway. That's what you were talking about with the mushrooms and the stretching and... Uh, you know, I look at the Amish sometimes, and I'm like, they got it right. <laughs> the Amish, they're, they're killing it. The Amish, they're, they're, they're killing it, man. They're I'm killing in, it, I'm dude. They're Utah. making apple cider. They're, they're building wood houses to live in with their family. They're making their own butter. Uh, got a couple goats. Yeah, it is kind of boring. <laughs> that sounds kind of boring. Yeah. Box or nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's kind of 
like Jamaica's kind of dope like that. Like it's kind of simple, but you still got beats and music <laughs> and weed, and uh, the people are fun. You know, it's just like uh, like so many different cultures is just what's cool about New York and doing comedy too, man. Uh, what's your new special? Uh, it, you ha- it was a title, right? Your new album. What was that? Uh, the album is Shout Out My Mental Capacity. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? it? Shout Out My Mental Capacity. Shout Out to Your Mental Capacity. I read that. What does that mean? Uh, just, we're all taking things in, man. It's, we're all, we're not alone out here. We're not alone. <laughs> not, in this, not in this park, yeah. man. We look at all these trees. Look at all these bugs. <laughs> I set up over here, dude, there was like something rattling behind me. Like Hilarious. sometimes, uh, I don't know, raccoon, rat, something was hanging out back there. Yeah, I don't, I'm not with that. No, but uh, I moved it over here. Yeah, we're just not alone. That's really it, man. I, I, that's like I'm leaning into the sublime these days, like the unsaid. But uh, you cool. know, right, you know, everyone is in therapy. Everyone's facing depression these days. But we're all looking at the same thing. And, uh, I know a lot of people feel alone. And that's why they go to fighting these things. Yeah. And uh, I feel like we should all understand that now nah, we're all dealing with it in our own way. Like just because you don't see the person like upset or different, or, like. Or stressed or how they're carrying themselves, they still might have just different coping mechanisms. That's why in the album I talk about CBT and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, it's really just uh, the title and the jokes are really there to open up the conversation. That's awesome, man. And that's what's cool about yeah, young young people and right now people are really open. As much as people are like, oh, it's shitty and everything's falling apart and we're going to explode. It's like people are really opening up about mental illness and their real true depression. I love people talking about it. I love people being more honest about it because it makes us look at ourselves. Anytime going inward instead of outward, yeah. when you start clinging to outward, it's like, but the problem with that is it becomes strange. So the trend, you know, I'm in therapy, I have a therapist, blah, 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 and it's like, yo, there's other ways, bro. Like, I think like therapy, the, the problem with therapy is it's like a band-aid. It's like, yeah, okay, get back out there though. <laughs> like it's like yeah okay cool we what you say hit some drugs take your ass to work yeah 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 but it's like no you might need a different type of therapy bro so yeah that's what I'm trying to convey in there so then I talk about that's being honest with yourself yeah yeah and then I talk a little bit more about like my brother and not having an identity uh, and finding an identity and trying to be more yeah that's awesome where'd you take it uh, I'm currently recording it New York, New York, that place is classic. 23rd? 